You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 165. Today, I'm speaking to some of the industry's leading experts on what their beliefs in business are all about. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. Prior to signing up for Business by Design, what was probably missing was focus and clarity. Trusting in James and just following his processes has helped me streamline my business, simplify it, and with simplicity comes clarity, and with clarity comes action. Business by Design has, has impacted my whole life, not just my business. I, I'm working fewer hours now. Um, everything I do is much more focused. Now I know exactly what I need to do and what, what I need to focus on instead of doing all those kind of things I was doing. To see that it was a game changer in our business seems like it's selling it so short. It was a lifestyle change, it was a dream change, it was a perspective change, it was a universe change. I've spent the past six months producing an eight-part mini-series entitled The Rise of the Digital CEO in order to help transform inner-driven entrepreneurs like yourself into who you need to become in order to grow and operate a thriving business that actually runs itself instead of it running you. So if you're ready to step into that digital CEO role that you know you were meant for, head on over to www.jameswedmore.com forward slash rise right now. What's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Monday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. I am your host, James Wedmore, and I am here in Tuscany. I'm in a villa in Italy. I'm spending the week here with some family and my wife, and it's been unbelievably amazing. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen some of the shots, some of the pictures. Basically, we're here on this, like, acre or two piece of land in this villa just like with all these vistas and rolling green hills and white puffy clouds and I'm basically just relaxing and enjoying life as much as I possibly can especially because the internet here is atrocious <laughs> like so bad and that's okay you know it kind of forces you to take more time off like I'm checking my Dropbox we're syncing files in there and it's saying you have seven files to be synced in seven days remaining. <laughs> so the internet's pretty bad. Like dial up internet is like, wow, that internet is pretty bad. But you know, that's okay. That's, uh, that's definitely okay. So I am here, I'm recording on my mobile podcasting studio and you know, fingers crossed it'll get uploaded in time so that this episode releases. So if you are listening to this on Monday, then that means that the internet was fast enough. So I have a very special episode in store for you today that I'm really excited about. So we'll jump right into it. Basically, I asked some of my good friends, some of the industry's leading experts, one question, a question that's been rummaging through my mind recently, and so a question I put onto them, which was, what beliefs about business do you hold to be true 
that you believe have attributed to your success. Now, why would I ask that question? Because as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, your view of business determines what is possible for you in your business and in your life. Now, your view of business, in other words, how you see business, what you say about business is your view, your thoughts, your opinions, your beliefs. But here's the important thing. First of all, we don't look at it as our view of business. We look at it as this is the way it is, that this is business, like it's fact, like it's reality. And at the end of the day, it's not. It's your view. It's your perspective. Now, I'm not here to dishonor or disrespect your view. And there's no views that are better or worse or right or wrong. There's just the statement that your view determines what's possible. But it's not the way things are. And I really want that to land for you. It's not the way things are. It's the way you see things to be, which you interpret as the way it is. But it's not. It's just how it is for you. And if it's working for you, fantastic. If it's not, guess what? You can change your view at any time. You can adopt a different view at any time. Some people say, how do I do that? That's so hard. Well, perhaps starting to listen to different perspectives that have worked for those that have been successful, it may be advantageous to you. But that's what I really want you to get is that these are beliefs. Now, a belief is defined as an acceptance of a statement that that statement is true. But it's the acceptance that it's true that makes it a belief, it doesn't mean that it is true. And that is a subtle but massive distinction. Massive. So for example, I posted a video that got quite controversial on Facebook. Maybe you saw it. I've already mentioned it here before on the podcast about how what we learned in school, especially in the public education system, sets us up with an employee mindset. And in order to run a successful business, you cannot do that from an employee mindset. And I noticed how much stuff people brought to the conversation in the comments about the way they say business is. One example is one individual said that your customers are your superiors, and if you don't obey your superiors, you're out of business. Now, is that right, wrong, good, or bad? Is it true? It doesn't matter. That's not the right question to be asking. It's a belief. It's a belief because we can always find at least one exception. Can you find one business that operated in such a way that they didn't look at their customers as superiors that they have to obey? Of course you can. We can find probably a ton of them, right? But you can also find examples of that where that is the case, where people treat their customers that way or get treated by their customers that way and they continue to show up that way. Another example was one person that was so adamant about 
making the argument that everything is finite and there's not enough to go around. And so you have to fight to get what's yours. Is that accurate? No, it's just a belief. Now it shows up as a fact for that individual, but the thing to get here is that that is how they are viewing business. Business is, you know, fight to survive. That there's a finite pie, you gotta get what's yours or you're gonna be out on the streets. And it's that view of business that will then determine what's possible for you. Can you have a collaboration with a competitor if that's your view? No. Can you create abundance in your life and experience a life of more than enough and always having more than enough if you believe that there isn't enough? No! So it's not about what's right or wrong or good or bad. It's about understanding that when you're clear on what you want, what are you doing this for anyways? What is the result? What's the outcome that you are committed to creating? What does the finish line look like for you? And when you're clear on that, if your beliefs are not correlated to that outcome, the outcome ain't coming. Plain and simple. The beliefs must correlate to the outcome. Otherwise, we make this a really uphill battle, we make it a lot harder than it needs to be, and quite frankly, it becomes impossible. So I went and I asked some of the most successful people I know in this industry that are very good friends of mine, and I asked them to share really quickly what their beliefs about business are. So we're gonna get to those in just a moment, but you're probably asking me, well, we wanna know your beliefs about business, James. Well, you know, that's what 163, 164 episodes of this podcast has really been about. But at the end of the day, here's my beliefs about business, is that everything is a belief, which means there are exceptions to everything you say and everything you think about the way business is, about the way life is. There's always an exception, which means you have the opportunity to be the exception. But your belief and view about what you think and what you say the world is and business is and customers are and money is and all that stuff is what is driving you and it's what is correlating your actions and your results. So that's my biggest belief is that there are very little truths and irrefutable facts and that we are being driven and run by these beliefs that are playing out in the background. And the quicker we can realize that they're just beliefs and that they're not facts, the quicker we can adopt new beliefs, new perspectives, new vantage points. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to look at business from a whole new lens? Wouldn't that be amazing? So before we get into these, I want you to really start to ask yourself the question, how are you looking at business right now? When you think about your business or just business in general or selling or making money or what you got to do today, how does it feel? If after this episode, you're going to go open your laptop and get to work, how does that feel? Now, if that feels anything short of exhilarating, if it feels anything less than bliss, joy, abundance, and peace, then there's the indicator right there that you're already telling yourself something about business, about marketing, about what you're doing, about what you gotta do, what you have to do, that is not correlating to the results you want. Oh, I've gotta do this thing for this client, or oh, this is so confusing, or oh, the technology is so overwhelming. 
all these stories, which you don't think they're stories, you, you start to say, this is the way it is. And then it gets stuck. And then you reinforce that. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you go, see, I was right, James. It is that. This is not a belief. I don't know what you're talking about. This isn't a story. This is the way it is. And then you can't change it. So notice when you think about the work you got to do today, the work you got to do tomorrow, if it feels heavy, uninspiring, scary, disappointing, frustrating, depressing, most people will tell you that the, that the solution is to just put your nose to the grindstone and push harder. What I'm saying is to pull back for a moment and start to look at what is in the background that you're telling yourself about how it is for you or what's going to happen or how it's been in the past and start to notice what you're saying and what you're adding about whatever that next assignment or action item is before you actually even done it. And you might want to look at, is this something I'm telling myself fact, 100% truth, or is this just a belief or a story or an interpretation? And could I begin to tell a new story? What are the stories I'm telling myself about business, about my business, about me in regards to business? And could I start to tell a new one? Okay. So I asked my friends one question and I said, just voice chat it to me. And they did. And the question was, what beliefs do you have about business that you believe have most attributed to your success? Now, we've got a lot of people to go over, some amazing people. I'm going to share them in the order in which I've met these individuals. So the first one up is my very good friend, Mr. Lewis House. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He's got one of the largest podcasts on the planet, The School of Greatness. And I've known him for about nine and a half years now. We met on a cruise ship at a marketing event years ago when we were both just getting started and we became fast friends. We've worked in business together. We've stayed in touch and it's just been so inspiring and extraordinary to see everything that this man has accomplished. And one of the things that I've noticed in his success, and if you follow Lewis, you're going to say the same thing, is he is so well connected. He's been on the Ellen show like two or three times now. He's good friends with amazing celebrities. You've seen you know, star athletes on his podcast and musicians and just some of the most talented people today hanging out with Lewis. Unbelievable. Now notice that those are some of the results that he has in his life, his connections and his relationships. Notice that those are the results. And we look at someone like him and go, I want that. I want to be like that. Blah, 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 blah. Right? You know, envious and oh, me, you, me. But notice now when Lewis shares how he sees business. So without further ado, let's hear from Lewis House. The beliefs I have around business that I feel have contributed to the most of my success is that people matter. And when you build relationships in proximity to influential people in your industry and you come from a place of how can I be of service to those individuals? How can I help them solve any problem that they have? 
and any challenge they're going through, how can I be the, the channel of solutions for them so that every time they have a problem, they come to me and I can fix the problem through an introduction, a resource, insights, whatever it may be. Those relationships are the cornerstone to business. And the more and more I develop powerful, positive relationships, the more those relationships work in my favor as well down the line, you know, through partnerships, through promotions, through opportunities, through press, through building my team, through developing great programs and products and having the right insights from other experts as well. So build powerful, meaningful relationships and always lead with how can I serve those individuals first. All right, next on our list is someone I met not just shortly after I met Lewis Howes, but through Lewis Howes, and that is my dear, dear friend, Miss Amy Porterfield. I'm really excited to share her little soundbite with you because don't tell the other contributors, but hers was my favorite. I absolutely love it, and I think you're going to love it as well. And one of the reasons why I loved what she shared so much is because it's a belief that she holds true when times get tough. And I think that's where this stuff really matters. When you're going through something, when there's a perceived problem, struggle, or hurdle in front of you, and she has just the perfect view about her business and her life that I think you're really going to enjoy. So, ladies and gentlemen, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy Porterfield here. I wanted to share with you my number one belief that I use in my business every single day to help me get to where I want to go. And that is that everything is working out in my favor. I tell myself this every single day and I have for years and years. Here's how it works. When I am launching a brand new program, when I am trying something new in my business, when I'm experimenting with a new strategy or building my team or anything that I'm doing in my business that feels uncertain, scary, I'm not really sure if it's going to work out, I tell myself daily, everything is working in my favor. The time that this comes in handy the most is when things are messy, when I crash and burn, when I make decisions that did not work out as planned. In that moment, I tell myself everything is working out in my favor because it reminds me that the decisions that I've made, the mistakes that have been presented in front of me, the challenges that I'm facing are all there to either teach me something or help me make a new decision or help me move in a new direction. And that new direction sends me down a path to success. And in that, everything works out in my favor. Imagine if you were to believe this in everything you do in your business. It gives you hope and confidence, and it really helps you to remember that nothing is permanent. You can change things when you need to change. You can pivot when you need to pivot, because in the end, everything works out in your favor. Try it. It just might work for you as well. Okay, next on my list is someone who has become one of my closest friends on the planet, Mr. Brandon Lucero. Now, Brandon and I met a long time ago as well, and we also started a business together that was very, very successful, made millions of dollars. And, you know, he's someone that we talk all the time, 
and hang out all the time. We help each other. We mastermind together. And he's just freaking brilliant. And I have the same belief as he does about business that he's going to share with you in a moment. And this is one of my favorite ones. And I've just seen an incredible growth spurt from him. An incredible rise. In fact, one of the things that he hopefully he'll let me share with you, because <laughs> he shared it at one of our events that he spoke at, was how he had an idea for a, a new business and he launched it in 30 days and I think generated between three hundred and four hundred thousand dollars in revenue for the year in those first 30 days. And I haven't caught up with him since then to see if it's grown, but it probably has. And you can start to see that when someone can start a brand new business, a brand new product, launch it to market and generate that kind of revenue in 30 days, you can start to see what beliefs are in the background that would allow for such extraordinary results to unfold. So without further ado, let's hear from Mr. Brandon Lucero and his beliefs about business. So the beliefs that I've held that have made me successful in business basically boil down to believing that anything is possible and not to live into this fake realistic box that society has created for us or even what our parents have created for us or even what our experiences have created for us. So, you know, the idea that what realistic is, is, is just crazy to me because most people never realize that realistic is just somebody else's barriers and borders that they put up that you just took on as your own. And so, you know, as a business owner, there's going to be hard times. There's going to be times where something doesn't go well, the launch doesn't go well, the plan doesn't go well. Like you may not know how you're going to pay the bills and your revenue and income is 100% dependent on you. So if you're going to go in, into business without the idea of anything is possible, you're probably going to have a really really hard time seeing success. I will never be a pessimist. Like if anyone ever tells me their ideas or what there's realistic, I will always be 100% optimistic because you never know what's going to happen. Like some of the things that I've seen with my own two eyes, with my friends and in my business and other entrepreneurs that I know have been crazy. Like they don't operate in this realistic box that most people do. It's all based off possibility. If you're not going to go into business, only seeing a possibility, then it's probably not the right move for you. Now, the other belief going beyond that is I also think that waiting for things to be 100% perfect is a recipe for disaster. One of the things that have made me successful or have gotten to the level that I'm at is because I believe that 70% perfect is perfect, 100% perfect is failure. And the reason why I operate that way is because I only see possibility. I only see speed. I only see creativity and I only see optimistically. So for me, I just know what I'm going to go for. I know that it's possible to get there and I know that speed is going to help me get there. So those are the two things that I think have gotten me to level where I'm at is not operating within this fake box of what is realistic. I make my own box of what is realistic and that's possibility. Everything is possible and that I know to get to that level, I can't wait for perfection. I have to implement as fast as I can. That's basically it. Believe in only possibility even when things aren't working out and make sure that when I trust in myself that I'm operating as quickly as I can, but still efficiently and doing it as the best I can. So 70% I found for me is perfect and 100% perfect is failure because you are never going to get to 100% perfect and you're just going to delay and wait and never see results. Okay. 
Next on our list is Mr. Rick Mulready. He is our resident Facebook advertising expert. He's also been on the podcast before, and he runs his own podcast called The Art of Paid Traffic. It's a fantastic podcast. It's always ranked higher than mine in iTunes. Darn you, Rick. But I've known Rick for a long time. Rick reached out to me for months for coaching years and years and years ago. He was looking to take everything that he knows, all of his expertise around paid advertising and uh, start launching products and coaching programs, and now has a very successful seven-figure business teaching Facebook advertising. And if you're going to learn, I would definitely go to the source and check out Mr. Rick Mulready. But to see his growth, to see just who he is as a person and what he's accomplished, I'm very excited about what he shared as one of his beliefs that's there in the background for him. Because one of the things that I notice with a lot of people is they might have success in a launch or they might make a little bit of money here or there, but they start to have a big fear come up, another belief that this won't last. Maybe that's resonated with you a bit. Like, is this too good to be true? Is this just some wave and it's all gonna come crashing down? What if this doesn't last? And so he's got a fantastic belief or perspective or view of business that I believe dissolves any fears about this going away, because that was something I used to struggle with, so I really resonated with that. So I'm so excited for Rick to share his belief with you right now. Hey, what's up, James? Rick Mulready here. Thanks for the opportunity to chime in on this. So what belief do I hold true for business that has really helped me? I would say, and this has been a a, a more recent breakthrough for me, is the realization and the belief that as long as there are people, as long as I know that there are people out there who need help, which there will always be people out there who need help, I will never want for revenue, right? And along those lines, I also have this belief that I have complete faith in my ability to teach. And I love teaching. It's something that I don't really know where it came from in my life, but over the past several years, this is just something that I've come to really, really love. And it just, it's my favorite part in the business. I mean, I can teach Facebook ads and growing an online business to anybody. And that belief is something that drives my business forward. So knowing that as long as there are people out there who need help and I can help them, I can teach them, I will never want for revenue. Okay. And along those lines also, a really big shift for me over, I mean, literally over the past, say, six months or so is really focusing first and foremost on service, on caring and love and, and, and leading with those things in my business. And again, when I do that, I know that there will always be revenue coming in. So leading with caring, leading with service, leading with love. And I'd say I'll give you one more belief here that uh, has been a big one for me in the business is that believing that I can't do this alone, meaning I need a team around me. If I want to have as big an impact as I really want to truly have in the in the world here and help as many people as I uh, as I want to help, I can't do that alone. I got to have a team uh, around me who can help me with that vision of what do I want to achieve, what I want to achieve in the business. So definitely, uh, and, and treating that team as best I possibly can again, because the more that they can get behind, uh, the vision here and love what they're doing, we're going to have a greater impact, um, with the business and help more people. So 
those are my beliefs that I, I hold very true for business that has really helped me in growing my business to where it is today and what's going to help me going forward and growing even, even bigger. Thanks again for having me on here. Okay, next on our list is the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful Jasmine Starr. Now, I haven't had Jasmine on the podcast yet, but I love showing her off and bragging about her. She joined my Inner Circle Mastermind three years ago, and I had no idea who she was, which was so funny. But, you know, in the photography world, she's this massive celebrity, and we'd literally be hanging out in public, and strangers were coming up to her. Oh, my gosh, Jasmine Starr, can I get a picture with you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, who is this person? I find out she was like top 10 most influential photographer and you know huge following and she's just absolutely amazing and to see where her business has gone and how it has grown in the past few years has been extraordinary so I definitely wanted to ask her this question you know what has really attributed to this growth and she shared something very unique something that's really resonates with her and that's what I want you to listen for is that she shares what works for her a belief or a story that really resonates with her and allows her to do her best work. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hear from Jasmine Starr. I always find his questions so intriguing. So when he asked me, what beliefs do you have about business that have contributed to your success? Well, I had to kind of pause there. And before I answer, I have to just get into one quick thing. A couple months ago, I was having a conversation with James. Yes, the James Wedmore. I know this is his podcast, but I'm going to pretend he's not listening because I guess socially awkward talking about James in front of James. Okay, so let's get back to the story. It's time to flash back to last year. James looked across from me and he asked me to remind myself of one thing. At first, I was confused. Like... Why did we need to have a Wedmore woo-woo moment when I was clearly in a place of having an existential crisis? Okay, but with a little prodding and a little pushing, he got me to answer his question. Jasmine, he asked, what do you need to tell yourself right now? And just above a whisper, I said, I am a fighter. In that moment, every wall I had erected, every mountain I put in my path, every doubt I allowed myself to believe melted away. In that moment, I was reminded that success does not go to the smartest. It doesn't go to the fastest. It doesn't go to the richest. Success doesn't care if you're black, white, Asian, Haitian, Croatian. Success simply goes to those who refuse to give up. When you are consistent, when you dust yourself off after failing miserably, when you refuse to let your past dictate your future, that's when you find success. So when he asks me, what beliefs do I have about business that has contributed to my success? I say, I continue to fight. It's not about who has the largest bank account or the most social followers. Success goes to the fighters. Those who look at the odds stacked against them and believe without a doubt, there is something bright and powerful and beautiful just on the horizon. You want success? You gotta keep fighting for your dreams. I would love to join your journey and connect over our mutual love of Wedmore woo-woo moments that have changed our lives. So you can connect with me at Jasmine Star on all social media and at jasminestar.com. 
Okay, next on our list is Mr. Mel Abraham. Now, I've had Mel on the podcast before, and I'm sure he'll be a returning guest because he's actually my neighbor. Well, he used to live a few doors down, and then I moved, but he's still there, but we still live in the same town, so we get together all the time. In fact, he works at the coffee shop right next to my office all the time, so we're always talking shop, talking business, talking life, talking all that good stuff. And so, you know, I've seen that, well, he, Mel is also a member of my inner circle. And one of the things I say about Mel is he's probably one of the most like interesting men alive. <laughs> he's like the Swiss army knife of people. He can do and has a knowledge on just about anything imaginable. <laughs> and it's been pretty amazing to be able to learn from him and all the experience he has to offer. And I couldn't help but think of him when looking for people to share their beliefs about business. So without further ado, let's hear from Mr. Mel Abraham and his beliefs about business. I think it's a great question about beliefs that help people be successful in business. And I know for me, one of the biggest beliefs that I have is that the possibility is a birthright in the sense that that possibility is all around us and uh, not that it's going to be handed to us, but we have the opportunity to grasp it every step of the way. And uh, what is possible, I think, is limitless. When we start to look around the things that have been done, I mean, we I feel like we live in the George Jetson era. We've got self-driving cars. We've got the ability to to send people into space. We've got the ability to do things that maybe were just a part of the imagination. And so in today's world, I think that it's the best time to be an entrepreneur uh, than than ever before. The barriers to entry are lower than they've ever been. If you've got knowledge, if you've got wisdom, if you've got a message, if you've got a concept, your access to resources, your access to knowledge, your access to the wisdom to bring it to life is easier than it's ever been. The geographic lines and boundaries of geography are gone. We have the ability to access the brain power globally around us. And I think that that's huge. I think the the route to all business though, is to serve. And, And I think that's what's really driven me is to serve. The bottom line, and I know that for an accountant, this is blasphemy to say, is not to make a profit. It's to improve the human condition. That's the bottom line of every single business, whether it's a product or service. And and approaching everything that I've done in that context, I think, has helped to, to look at it and say, how can I improve the human condition? How can I improve the lives of my customers, of my audience, of my marketplace? Because when I do that at a high value level, when I do it elegantly, when I do it effectively, then the byproduct of making their lives better, the byproduct of giving value to them, the byproduct of serving them is profit. So profit isn't the motivator, it's the byproduct of what we do. And I think business in the process, as a process, is actually really simple. And a lot of people, I think, overcomplicate it. And coming from my background as a CPA, I look at it and say, there's really two things that we need to manage in business. We need to optimize the upside. In other words, we need to boost the opportunities that we take 
and we need to minimize the downside. We need to reduce the risks that we take. So if we can manage the upside and work on the downside, that's all we really need to do in business. But that's really about the mechanics of business. It's about the model that you use in business. And those are flexible. But then there's and all of that is about how we do business and what we do about business. But it's not why we do business. And I think that that's where we go astray. When I finally got this straight was at the hands of a six-year-old boy, but the reality was is that I had to understand why I did business. It was about my lifestyle. It was about my legacy. It was about the meaning. It was about values. It was about value. And all of that informed every choice that I made below the line with the opportunities and the risks, with the model and the mechanics. But I had to get that right first. And so I spent a lot of time early on defining what business would look like for me, what it would look like for my family. And at that time, it was just uh, my son and I, but now it's with my wife and, and the rest of the family and my friends. What does business look like for you, I think is really important. That's what started to drive the successes, is that I designed the business from the ground up with the, my lifestyle in mind. And I think that that starts to to look at things in a totally different view. Because I, I don't think that we do business for business sake. We actually do business for life's sake. And that when we create a business, it does three things. It's there to serve society. It's there to build community. And it's there to allow us to live our dreams. And so if if I'm not going to design business that way, if I'm not going to do business that way, then why do business at all? And I think that's what's really driven me was the possibility is around us and it's easier to grasp than it's ever been, that it's all coming from a place of service and improving people's lives and knowing that the byproduct of that is the profit and success. And that when we design the business, we design it from the ground up with our lifestyle, our values, and our vision in mind and not just driven by the pure mechanics of business. The mechanics of business are easy get the why right, the rest of it will fly. So hopefully that's what you needed and uh, more to talk about if you want. All right, thanks. Okay, and last but definitely not least, the only reason she's at the end of this list is because she was the last person out of this group of amazing friends that I got to connect with. And that is the wonderful, the amazing Carrie Green of the Female Entrepreneur Association. Now, I had actually heard of Carrie a long time ago, and I think we actually got connected years and years ago, but we didn't really get to connect in person and like with a real true relationship until just within the last year. In fact, now I'm in a peer-formed mastermind with Carrie, so we get to connect and support each other all the time. If you follow the podcast, you know that I just did an episode with Carrie and it was absolutely amazing talking about how she's been using visualization in her business, how she uses it to you know, manifest speaking on stage and attracting more customers and her dream lifestyle. And it's a pretty extraordinary episode. We got a lot of positive feedback from it. So make sure to listen to that one if you haven't yet. And so I wanted to ask Carrie, you know, what are your beliefs about business? What is it that you say about business that has attributed to your phenomenal, phenomenal success? So without further ado, let's listen to Carrie Green. Okay, two biggest beliefs that I have is, number one, I really believe that success is not an accident, which is pretty obvious, but I really think it happens on purpose. You have to create success on purpose. So 
my mantra is always every day, what am I doing to create success on purpose with intention today? And when I focus on that, I bring about more success in my life. So that's the first thing. The second thing that has really helped keep me going and create success in business is to see everything as an experiment and to realize that business is one massive adventure. And it's all about experimenting to see what works because rarely do you do something the first time and it's like, oh my gosh, this works amazingly. It takes so much practice and figuring out to get something to work. And so that really helps keep me going when (laughs) I'm failing at things and it's not working. Reminds me, just keep going, just keep practicing. And if I keep practicing, I'll have a breakthrough and figure it out. And so those two things definitely keep me going and have helped me to create the success that I have. Okay, there you have it. This was my first collaboration episode with some amazing, extraordinary people. And I hope this offered some valuable insight, some new, unique perspectives. Can you start to see how your view of business determines what's possible for you? How these individuals who have experienced and achieved extraordinary results in their life, how they have a unique view about the world, about business, and most importantly, about themselves. So before you think that the answer is to work harder and put your nose to the grindstone and hustle longer and skip dinner and skip the weekends and just keep working, wouldn't it be advantageous for you to take a moment to stop, to pause, to take a step back and start to look at what are my beliefs about business? What is the story that I'm telling myself about business? What has my previous experience told me that it's going to take from me in order to be successful? I hope you're not just going through the motions here and listening to this in the background while you're driving. These episodes are here to make you think. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm here to help you think, to think for yourself, to become more present and aware to how you're showing up day in and day out. So take the time and think, observe and discover what shows up for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very special episode. I've got a bonus episode coming this Wednesday all about how to create a quantum leap in your success. You're not gonna wanna miss. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, and I'll see you Wednesday. Take care. For years, I filled my head with every course, strategy, and tactic yet I still struggled. I worked 12 to 14 hour days every single day trying to build an online business, yet I still had nothing to show for it. And you may be feeling this way as well. Maybe you're starting to think that the solution is to work more, to work harder, to start saying yes to the things that you know you shouldn't be saying yes to. And if this doesn't stop right now, where do you think you're gonna end up? You see, what most struggling entrepreneurs never, ever realize is that your business and the results you have right now are simply a reflection of you. They're a reflection of you and the entrepreneur that you're being. And sadly, most people running businesses today don't have a clue how to actually be an entrepreneur. Now, that's why they try to rely on the old, outdated strategies that hardworking employees use to get ahead. 
you know, things like work harder, work longer, rely on your sweat equity, and of course, do what you're told. But you and I both know that being a successful entrepreneur is anything but that. And that's why I wanna peel back the curtain to show you exactly how I've been running and operating my multiple seven-figure online business for years now. And quite frankly, it's different than anything you've ever heard before. I've spent the past six months producing an eight-part mini-series entitled The Rise of the Digital CEO in order to help transform inner-driven entrepreneurs like yourself into who you need to become in order to grow and operate a thriving business that actually runs itself instead of it running you. Plus, I'll show you the five core ingredients that you simply can't do without if you want more scalability and consistency in your business. So if you're ready to step into that digital CEO role that you know you were meant for, head on over to www.jameswedmore.com forward slash rise right now. My business was transformed literally overnight. In less than five months, working a full-time corporate job, being a mommy to an eight-year-old boy, I grew my email list from 180 to 5,400 but less than five months. And the transformation has been huge, radical. I feel like I have those missing pieces that are really gonna allow me to scale my business and just absolutely have the most amazing breakthrough year. And it's transformed me into a, a better entrepreneur, a better businessman. Allowed me to do a six-figure beta launch uh, with a live event and all of that in May. You're teaching us skills. You're giving us skills. You're giving us the opportunity to do things that are really important, uh, having an impact in other people's lives. But the other thing that it's allowing us to do is to live a life of our own choosing. 